the biggest change is probably just with my clients, just making sure that they're adapting well. So we're just, uh, we're reframing a lot of our conversations and we're changing how we're having these conversations. Uh, they, many of my clients apologize for being in comfy clothes like this. Um, and in my clients apologize for their kids walking into the room or their dog barking. Um, and, you know, it's just shifting their mindset from knowing that it's okay if that happens because that's actually part of the real life. So the work I do is often on camera or audio only uh, and always working from home. So for me, I haven't had to adapt the same way many others have. Um, the, what I'm doing is really having to adapt how I work with my clients who are now adapting. So it's sort of that trickle effect of adaptation. Uh, and also change, you know, personally, just deal with some of the distractions out there. Uh, I have, my children are home now. Uh, my husband is at home now. You know, different things that you're just not used to when you're, when you do work from home normally, you're, it's usually, obviously a lot quieter so just uh, how do you for me I have to just change how I manage my time so that I'm just not locked in my office all day and then suddenly oh yeah I have a family so <laughs> those are a bit of a differences um, but the biggest change is probably just with my clients just making sure that they're adapting well so we're just uh, we're reframing a lot of our conversations and we're changing how we're having these conversations uh, they many of my clients apologize for being in comfy clothes like this um, and in my clients apologize for their kids walking into the room or their dog barking. Um, and, you know, it's just shifting their mindset from knowing that it's okay if that happens because that's actually part of your real life. And you don't need to be in this corporate bubble that is uh, uh, what they're used to. So for us, it's uh, we're just changing how we deliver things a little bit differently, um, having more, uh, you know, less meetings face to face, which I didn't do a lot of anyways. I was in Europe, I, I'm in the UK, and I was with one of my clients about every six weeks um, for meetings, and now that's obviously not happening. So we just do more effective meetings on a regular basis, virtually, so. So what, uh, like, like, did you just tell me, like, at day to day, what you're doing right now, the last like, week or so, of what uh, you're looking at, you know, the, you know how what your day looks like and so because uh mm. you know in canada i know we're not really totally locked down we can still go out for walks and we can still yeah. yeah so here in the uk uh we are we're allowed out for essentials so you're allowed to go shopping you're allowed to go to the doctor uh, and then you're allowed to go out once per person for exercise um, you know, so out of the house. If you want to exercise at home, that's great. But if you want to go out of the house. So for me, my, again, my world hasn't changed too much. Uh, we have a dog. So I just, it's now just ensuring that if I'm leaving the house uh, or if any of us are leaving the house, we're leaving with the dog so that he can get a good walk. Um, but we, that's the extent of our lockdown. Obviously our shops and restaurants, um, restaurants and pubs and all that such are all closed. And then the grocery stores are the only thing really open. We also have a pretty robust delivery um, system here, not just the grocery stores, but things like produce and vegetable delivery. So there are, you know, in theory, people could go a very long time without having to leave their house if they didn't want to leave. Um, uh, the UK has been hit really hard. We have a lot of, um, I think we were slow to react. So we've had a pretty rough go of it. So 
for me, that means that we're taking it very seriously. So for, for my everyday life, it has changed in the fact that we're not going to go drive the kids to their sports and activities. The kids aren't obviously not going to school. Um, but that's for their aspect. For me, I'm still going out once a day to take the dog for a walk, which is probably what I was doing anyways. And um, just kind of hanging out, just doing my work in my home office. So again, it hasn't changed too much and still sort of wake up and, you know, get on with my day every day um, and then just find some time during the day to, to go out for some exercise. Uh, it's, again, I'm very in a really privileged position where I've already been living this life for quite some time and we're just tweaking it slightly. We don't have to necessarily go through a full adaptation. Um, but as I said, there, that being said, I have a lot of clients who so this is a completely different world for them. I think uh, the way you're telling your clients, would you prepare for when like uh, things start opening back up? The way you got it, just telling your clients to prepare for, for that. So I think it's going to be interesting because many of my clients are senior leaders in large corporation and um, they're not sure a when they're going to open up and b how they may adapt because it's not, i don't think it's going to be a little bit like a flip a switch and suddenly go back to the office i think there'll be sort of gradual returns to their old sense of normal um and i you know my clients typically have they may have a team that's dispersed all over the world so even their own team is going to be under different rules and restrictions and and whichever so for example i've worked with some people who are based in um, spain uh, literally children under 14 were just allowed to go out this past weekend for the first time in six, seven weeks. So that's a big change I and mean, you can't even take your kids to the park in Spain. Uh, parts of France you need a permit, but they're all releasing their different, um, the restrictions at different times. So I think a lot of people, what we're working on is more how do you make sure that you're comfortable with these changes? And how do you make sure that you, especially as a leader, how do you make sure that you are open and receptive to the fact that their world may be different from what your world. So even if we come out of lockdown and we can go and do everything, the people they're working with may not be in that same position. So how do you adapt to that? And then when you go back to your regular world um, from six, three months ago, whatever, um, are there things you're actually gonna change, both in your mindset or even just in sort of your functionality? that can make it. It's interesting, some of the big corporations in the world are now seeing that they can actually do business quite differently. So I suspect that the expectation to always be in an office from nine to five will be quite different. And a lot of companies will sort of understand they can do work from home and have much more agile and flexible workforces. Yeah, so we'll have to see. When you and you in things at least in, in Kingston and uh, in some parts of Canada where companies are, they were, like I yeah. just they were thinking of going online, but this is kind of a way to sped things up to yes, do an online. Thing. Absolutely, and I mean I think people are having to do it in a pretty brave way because they don't get six months to a year or two years to plan for this. They had a, a couple weeks maybe. Um, so I think people are really having to adjust. Even for me, it's all about mindset, and people are adjusting. How are they even thinking about this? Um, the biggest thing that again we you know we work on is really just how are people adjusting their own expectations. Um, it's not reasonable to sort of say, well, I can work my normal eight hours from home uh, because if you've got other things in your home, kids, dog, spouses, partners, whatever, 
that's not possible the same way. So you just have to adjust how your expectations are. So, and I think that's something that um, a lot of the people I'm speaking to, even you know, some of my own contacts in Kingston, especially those who are new to working from a virtual space, they still sort of think, oh, I can wake up at nine, or I wake up and sort of start my day at like 8.39, have a coffee and get through an eight hour day. Um, that's not necessarily realistic. It's also probably not very healthy, especially if you're, you know, there's other stuff going on. So you've got to, how do you still get almost better work and more work done in less time, be more productive, um, and still be able to deal with all of the other things going on. Um, I heard a really great analogy uh, from one of my clients actually, is that um, you could put everything in a box before. So this is your work box, this is your parent box, this is your partner box, this is your maybe going to the gym box, whatever. And now those boxes, everything's been dumped into one big box. And how are you sorting through that? Um, because if you had a work box, you could do that and then you kind of put that one to the side and then started with a new one. Um, so go to the gym, there's your new box. All right, go home, make dinner for the kids, whatever, there's your new box. Um, and that's not the case anymore. Everything's dumped into one container. So it's, uh, you have to be able to handle that. And the only way to do that is just to be a bit more compassionate with yourself and with everybody around you, so. So finally, uh, like, how are you doing, like, personally and stuff with your friends and family? Again, I, I'm, I'm doing okay because I'm, I'm very aware that I'm in a pretty privileged position because I've been doing this. I've been working from home or virtually for almost 12 years in different capacities. I mean, I have spent time being on client sites, and I definitely do. Um, I do face-to-face -face training and coaching and things like that as well. But in you know, most of my work for the last 12 years has been fairly virtual. So, um, so I'm fairly adapted to this. It doesn't make it easier because again, I've got distractions in my kids. I think the interesting thing for me is the, um, I still have to remind myself that not everybody is as used to this. So personally, I have to be more patient. So when I'm speaking to somebody who is not used to this and they're maybe struggling with, I don't know, Zoom or something, uh, I have to remind myself that that's totally normal. So, so, but yeah, personally, I, I, uh, I'm feeling fairly lucky and uh, I'm okay with that. And again, you know, we've been very lucky again, knock on wood, that we can be healthy and that there hasn't been any um, major concerns for us. I, I do have to say it's interesting though, being in England, um, we've been here almost two years. Uh, when things like this happen, you really do miss, uh, you miss home. So, you know, we definitely miss Kingston so, and being closer to our family there and some of the other comforts there. Yeah, I think that's all I had for you today. So I think it's oh, cool. thank you. I appreciate your time. So. Yeah.